Super Talk Mississippi media production. Come see your locally owned and operated Linton Glass for all your glass needs. No matter what glass you need to replace, you can count on Linton Glass. Call us today at 601-835-4336 or find us on the web at lintonglass.com. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. And at supertalk.fl, it's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. You're the show Saturdays at 1, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. We enjoy it all, especially when you're in camp with us. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio today. Now, don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Supertalk Mississippi app. Of course, you know you can always find us on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. And you can watch us, too. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. You'll notice I'm not alone in the studio today, which always makes me super happy. I got a friend in uh, the house today, Nicole Lynn Brown. She recently got the chance to be on the game show, You Bet Your Life with Jay Leno. How cool is that? Um, But she's also a really cool influencer over on Instagram and Facebook where she is sharing all things fashion, local, travel, and inspiration to live our best life. And so, welcome. Hi. I'm excited. Number one, congratulations, and how exciting on your latest experience with Jay Leno. Thank you. I kind of feel like old news because I filmed it last summer. Ah, that's how things normally sort of happen. It's like a whole year process. So we had Holly Brand on yesterday, you know, hometown girl who's doing great things on voice. She's had to sit on that for six months now. And it's a hard secret to keep. It was a hard secret to keep. Okay, let's start there. How did the Jay Leno opportunity come about for you? So it was so odd because they messaged me on Instagram and oh, I, thought, you. I thought it was a scam. So I Googled, I went on LinkedIn with the producer's name just to make sure everything was legit. I called my mom and I said, have you ever heard of this game show? She was like, oh yeah, I watch it. Um, in the daytime, it comes on before the stories like Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful. And I was like, okay, well, they just asked me to apply to be on the You Bet Your Life game show with Jay Leno. And so I applied. I wrote back and said, sure. I'm curious. What did the what did the DM say? Like, hey, Nicole, Ann, this is so and so. I mean, yes. how, what does that look like? So the producer, I forgot her name, but she messaged me and she was like, hi, Nicole. Um, me and the producers were sitting around and we happened to just scroll through your Instagram you popped up on our explore page and the producers was, was like I think she would be a great fit for our game show so we were interested or wondering if you would apply for a chance to meet Jay Leno it's funny you know I get a lot of our good things guests via stalking Facebook uh-huh. and Instagram and now I'm wondering how many pause to reply to me and go and stalk <laughs> But it was also See, we're legit. I never thought about that. Yeah, but it's also a reminder too, you never know who's watching. This is true. Yes. Very, very true. Okay, so you wrote back and was like, Yes, I you my my mom knows who you are. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so then I filled out the application which was Oh, my gosh, like four pages. They wanted to know everything about your life, like all the way back to childhood. They wanted to know all interesting stories. And I remember calling my mom um, and my sister, and I was like, 
what did I do when I was a child? I am not that interesting, I promise. And so, like, my sister yeah. and my mom were telling me all the things that I did. And so we would just start filing that in. And when I turned in the application online, I said, they are not going to call me back because I just don't think I'm an interesting person. Um, but they definitely called back a week later, and they set up a Zoom, a second part interview, a Zoom interview. Um, and that's where they ask you, again, about your application. They ask you questions. They tell you a little bit about the show, how it all looks. And then they say, well, you'll hear back from us in another couple of days. And then the next thing you know, I was on a plane heading to L.A., um, a free trip. Absolutely. Absolutely fun. Um I'm trying to think how much I can tell. <laughs> oh, that's right. So, but it's but already I can aired, tell some though. things. It, yes, it, it has aired. aired. Okay, so let's start with if you haven't ever watched it, because I saw Rhino shaking his head. So he's heard of "You Bet Your Life" with Jay Leno. I'll be honest; I am not sitting around TV before the stories anymore. Two. Uh, uh, anymore, mm-hmm. and so I, I've heard of it. I'll give you. I'll, I'll say that, but I'm not as familiar with it as things that come on after work hours. Right. So set up the premise of the show. How does it? How does it work? So basically, they pair two strangers together, and then you come up on stage, and Jay Leno presents you with about five, well, three or five categories, and then you and your partner are supposed to select a category, and then there are five questions, and each question that you get correct, you win a money, so it's like a tier game. And then at the end, Jay Leno asks, do you want to bet all of your winnings and double it, or do you want to just leave and go home and take with what what you've earned? And of course, if you're going to fall all the way to L.A., you're going to go all out. So, of course, you want to do the double your money. Um, And so that's how that works and um if you haven't seen it it's a really interesting show i think the show brings a lot of unique people from all over with different backgrounds different stories and that what kind of makes the show entertaining to watch so the five questions or the five categories do you remember them or do you remember any of them i cannot remember the category but some of the questions were like um um race car shows the name of like famous race car shows like Daytona 500 mm-hmm. or tell us about who is the most popular singer who sung this song like Arius So it's PCT. not based on the two contestants life from the oh, questions no. you had to it's answer categories it's, it's pre- for the year yeah that they already preset so were you nervous about that because see I would be like maybe I'm an interesting person I don't know but that would be for them to decide but like I'm not good with trivia so I would I would be oh. setting myself up is it multiple choice no oh that's even worse was it multiple choice? Because no, it was not multiple choice. Now, there are some <laughs> questions that are multiple choice. So I had, so my story is a little bit different. So when I flew out to LA for the first time, I went through hair and makeup, all the COVID testing, oh. sitting in the studio for eight hours a day, and we learned that someone tested positive for COVID in the Stop. studio. So they They're had to shut that. The whole production down and they said, okay, everyone, you have to go home. And many of us who had not been on stage yet, we were like, what? Fair. So are we even going to come back? And, um, producers were like, if you get a call back, we'll fly you back out. If not, then, oh, well, that was your opportunity. Um, and so I flew back home and then, I know. (laughs) And, and it's crazy because the bus, here's another little backstory too, but you stay at a hotel, but you're like an hour away from the studio. And so a bus that is, does not have like any markings on it. It's like a kidnapper van. I said, that's creepy. They come pick you up and they 
drive you and they confiscate your phone and all Everything these things. Everything your mom told you to stay away from. Yeah. So, like, my mom couldn't reach me or anything, and I'm in a van full of other strangers because we haven't really talked and got to know each other. Um, and we're supposed to not know each other, too. That was another little tidbit. But... um but the driver said that it happens all the time in L.A. during the pandemic. If someone tests positive, they shut the whole studio d- down. And it's frustrating for them because they don't get paid. Right. So, yeah. Well, now you got two trips. So you got two trips to L.A. So when I got back home a week later, the producers emailed me and say, hey, we're sorry that happened. Can you come back out um, and let's try this again? So I wasn't as nervous the second time because I had been sitting in the studio prior and so I kind of knew my surroundings I was just very relaxed so and I made it a more enjoyable experience it did so you finally got so when's the first time you got to see who you were going to be competing against do you already know that sort of sitting up there watching or is it like they just randomly pull like uh, prices right or whatever so when we're sitting behind the studio they everybody gets assigned a letter and so if you have these letters you sit on this side if you have these letters you sit on this side and there's like a black curtain that kept us divided so everybody like in my group we were all talking getting to know each other but we were paired with someone in the opposite room gotcha so we never met until we actually got on stage but Really, when we had lunch break, we kind of all kind of talked because we were in line getting food. So, but you didn't have time to like get like to know, really get, get to, to know, know, yeah, get to know one another. And I had a great partner, Marty. Mar- okay, so what else can you like? I was gonna say what when it goes through. Like, when do you get to actually meet Jay? Is he just comes on out stage. on stage? So you on don't stage. Yeah, okay. So you have to keep Jay, your composure. Like <laughs> and it's so crazy because they're like, when you walk out, um, keep eye contact on the cameras, on Jay. And then they give you all these stipulations. Of course, you have to go through all these meetings of what you can and cannot say. Um, so if you've watched a show, if you watched my episode, Jay Leno mentions my lipstick and how he mm-hmm. thought that was the most perfect lipstick applied. And I really wanted to say Sephora. I got it from Sephora in Mississippi, but I remember from our Meetings, I couldn't even mention like a brand name. So right. you, you're always constantly free advertisement. Yeah. So you're always constantly thinking, okay, what can I can and not say? And then also you cannot have any long pauses. You have to continuously talk to your partner. Um, and then you have to keep your hands. Fine for Mississippi girl. We just be rambling all the time anyway. I know, but stuff. like when you get a question that I didn't know, like you don't have much time to think. Okay. Yeah. So you had to just talk it out with your partner. So luckily I had a great partner. So we were able to talk through um, our questions and get answers. Sounds like it was a fun experience. And I had to do my own hair and makeup. People think that um, they had hairstylists, which, which they did have hairstylists on set and makeup artists, but they were only there for touch-ups. Uh-huh. So you had to come already ready to go, and you also had to bring multiple outfits for the producers to choose for you Maybe to wear. this is why I've never been chosen. They've seen my Instagram, and they think, like, <laughs> she can't do this on her own backstage. No, but yours is definitely beautiful with all the wardrobes and things. Okay, we've got more with okay. Nicole and Brown coming up next.
making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. watch Super Talk. We are on computer, your mobile device. You can watch it on Roku, Amazon Fire TV devices, even YouTube. You can also catch good things on C Spire TV if you've got that. We are on Channel 70 right next to the Weather Channel, which today is beautiful and sunny and lovely and get outside and enjoy it, but after good things, right? And we're continuing our conversation with Nicole Lynn Brown. She recently was on the game show You Bet Your Life with Jay Leno, but she's also a a great influencer online, uh, sharing all of her fashion, travel, inspiration sort of tips and what is your it's instagram where you do most of your work nicole and that's how jay leno's producers found you what's your um handle there it is leela southern charm um l-e-l-i-a-s and then southern charm um so i named it after my late grandmother her name was leela i was just gonna ask where did leela come from yep. that's absolutely beautiful okay i want to get to that part that got you there but we'll wrap up talking about the show and if people have missed your episode or hadn't seen that show yet and want to check it out i know you can still watch it how can people watch you bet your life you can pull it up on the Tubi app and it is a free app you don't even have to register for an account you can just search you bet your life with jay leno go to season two and i'm episode 129 in about two weeks it'll be on youtube all right that's pretty cool okay so you can there's not much more you can sort of give away i know if you want folks to sort of watch it and there's probably other behind the scenes but there are any other tidbits about the experience or the show that you like oh people people would love to know that it was a really cool experience um jay leno was super nice he has the prettiest blue eyes i mean i mean he was just really nice down to earth but i also met a lot of great people just i mean we got to know each other for sitting in the studio for eight hours with no phones no devices or anything so we got to know each other pretty well um i met quite a few people from new york from new jersey and everyone at the end of the day we were like if you visit new jersey call me if you come to new york call me i'll show you around and i'm like well if you come to jackson mississippi call me and i'll take you around (laughs) um my partner again was super nice we still email each other um from them so i got a lot of great friendships out of it and then we also explored la together after filming um so it was a great connection i love community so that that felt like a really good opportunity what was a neat um tourist spot that you got to head up in la oh my gosh there were so many but i think my favorite may be um i loved venus beach and malibu um um Rodeo Drive. We're driving down with the palm trees like you see on TV. Yes, Rodeo Drive was absolutely beautiful. I had no money to do all the fun shopping. Um, and then I did uh, visit Pump's Restaurant in West Hollywood, Lisa Vanderpump's Restaurant. Um, and it was so cool. She has like a live tree growing in the middle of her restaurant. Um, and surprisingly, her prices were super affordable. The night that we went, it was like on a Tuesday, I believe. And it was like $5 drinks and appetizers. And we had just missed Lisa like two days prior. She was in town. Um, So that was a really cool experience. Now, Jay Leno reached out, or not Jay Leno, his producers reached out to you via your work that you do or the influencing you do there on Mm -hmm. uh, Instagram. Your other people that you met, is that sort of the same way they found their way onto the show? Or did you figure out how did other people sort of get connected or chosen? So the people that I met, they actually applied for the show. I didn't think that was a thing. And then I also found out they're a professional game show that people that they do that just for a living. They apply to all these game shows and just do that. What? Yes. Like to try to live off their winnings? Yep. 
You can do that? I guess so. Rhino, you have missed your calling, bud. So there were people there that was on Jeopardy, that was on Price was, Price is Right. Um, when Who Wants to Be a Millionaire was a huge thing. We're I gonna mean, have to set up Rhino a side hustle for that. Yeah. Like Trivia King over here completely could figure out anything. I would bet my, I will, I will pay your entry fee and I just want 10, 10% back plus the whatever <laughs> commission back on all your winnings or whatever. Uh, you, Cause you always see these things and you wonder right. how individuals sort of make it. And so that, that's kind of cool. But I love, I love sort of the organic way that you kind of ended mm-hmm. up on it. I think that's pretty cool because that means you're doing something good over on Instagram with your platform there. Okay, so it was named after your late grandmother. How mm-hmm. long have you had your Instagram account? About three to four years. So when I first started, so what got me into this, I would have people say, oh, where did you get that outfit from? And so I wanted a place to go to just kind of capture that, kind of like a photo diary of my outfits of each day and just kind of say where I got that item from and then honestly I got into the comparison trap and I was looking at all these other influencers that had 50,000 or 100,000 followers and I kind of got scared and kind of backed off a little bit Um, and then right when I was going through with I have anxiety so right when I was going through like a little rough time with that this was one of the things that kind of brought me joy was shopping and inspiring people and I said you know what I'm going to do this and I'm going to do what I want to do I want to share things that make me happy. I think about my grandmother who loved people. She loved fashion. We would go to Cato's whenever I would go to visit her. And um, she would just buy all these fun things and hats and all of that. So I was like, I'm going to get back on it and I'm going to do it Nicole's way. Um, and that kind of took that comparison thing out. And it doesn't give I don't worry about the followers or the likes or the comments. I'm posting what I really do love and what I think other people would enjoy. And maybe it'll inspire them to try something new or or experiment with color, or maybe it's on Sundays telling everyone to take a moment to kind of think back through the week, do some prayer prompts, and to kind of help people get into that, and just some encouraging scriptures and quotes throughout the week. Right, and whenever you do that, then your authenticity shines through, which it does so well, Nicole, and then people start to follow, right? Like yes. it's when you get on and you try to be someone you're not, you people, it's like, a, it's like animals. They can sense whenever right. there's, you know, a little bit of, of, uh, it's not being true then. And so over the last though couple of years, man, you really have grown. It may not be the 50,000, but it's a very respectable right. $7,000, $8,000, I mean, $7,000, $7,000, $7,000, $7,000, $7,000, $7,000, $7,000, $7,000, $7,000, $7,000, $7,000, $7,000, $7,000, $7,000, $7,000, $7,000, $7,000, $7,000, $7,000, $7
it's just I'm just putting it out there. I want to be a resource for you in the event that you're looking for something. Um, and so I just love the community that's been built around the social media platforms that um, I feel like I've for created. Instagram. I mean, obviously, food took off in terms of uh, photos, but then also to fashion, because mm-hmm. I think both when you mix in color or you look at it as sort of an art form, folks are gravitated to those images. Right. And then especially they want to they want to replicate the recipe. Mm-hmm. Right. And then they want to be told or shown how to put items, you know, sort of together because a good outfit makes you feel good. Right. Too. And I know one of the, the beautiful things uh, for you, Nicole, is the fact that you really embrace the plus size or the women who may not always have representation right. of what fashion can look like. And I think that's um, that's so needed for all women is yes. to have like they want to see it on a real body. Yes. Yeah. Right. Because you go in there and those mannequins. <laughs> Didn't, didn't even wear these, realistic. Didn't wear them britches good either today. So <laughs> you want to see it on somebody who who looks that way. Is your so your grandmother's the one that got you uh, into fashion? Was there any other influence for your love of color and outfits and sort of seeing the seeing style? Um, I would say that that kind of all came later, as far as like building my self confidence to wear the color, because you know, a couple of years back. Plus size girls were told not to wear color or certain prints or anything. Um, and so I started to just try it. Honestly, the ladies at Loft in Ridgeland and at the Renaissance, they kind of inspired me to try things when I would come in. They would say, hey, this came in. We think it would look cute on you. Um, and so I think all of that just built up into and then I started to feel good on the inside. So I was like, oh, I love this. I want to wear color. I want to wear things that um, accentuate my curves. Um, and I want to share that with others. And then you have to. To have some feeling of of good or whenever I guess your followers try the outfits or step out do, do they connect back with you do they tell you that they're out there experimenting or, or giving yes. it a try I love the messages that I get um, when someone sends me like their outfit of the day and they're like I was inspired by this post that you posted maybe it was two months ago but they were like I finally stepped out and just got a pair of colorful shoes to wear with my dress today so that's always heartwarming to see and read colorful shoes make you happy yes I, I do agree. I totally agree and it makes me happy that we're going to continue our conversation with Nicole and Brown coming up next. Becca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Death 
You can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Supertalk Mississippi app. You can always listen on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. And just a reminder, tomorrow you got the boys from Sports Talk Mississippi. They're going to be at the Sports Book at Timeout Lounge in Pearl at Pearl River Resort. So they'll get you ready for the big basketball tournament. And don't forget, you can get in on the action anytime at the Sports Book at Timeout Lounge. We're continuing our conversation with Nicole Lynn Brown, also known as Nicole by her friends. <laughs> but uh, she was recently on Jay Leno's game show, but she spends most of her free time um, working with her, I guess, followers there on Instagram as well as Facebook, TikTok, and Pinterest. And you've been labeled or dubbed an influencer, a fashion influencer, which I feel like would feel weird, right? Like that's yes. being called like a celebrity because you're just doing the things you enjoy. But I thought it'd be fun to dive into what that world looks like because there's so many myths around this wonderful world of influencing. Some of it's fun. Obviously, you're having a good right. time. But what would you like for people to know, like, behind the scenes as a fashion influencer? What's it really like? It is a lot of hard work and planning and prep. Um, I work a full-time job, um, and so I spend a lot of my free time in the evenings and on the weekends prepping for content. And they call it batch content. So for me, a weekend looks like maybe on a Saturday morning creating four, five, six reels that I can spread out throughout the rest of the month, taking pictures, just putting together a whole lot of batch content, even writing writing out captions, taking a look at my calendar and say, okay, this day um, maybe new dresses are arriving at Loft, so maybe I should go into Loft and do a fitting room try-on of all the spring dresses and just really taking a look at your calendar for the whole month and trying to plan it out. That's how I stay kind of on top of things and keep myself organized is just trying to do as much as I can on the weekends and then kind of focus during the week like in the evenings or early mornings before work engaging with my followers on my social media channels and you've chosen to keep a full-time job where many have said Nicole you ought to just dive right in and go right into it and just see what happens but you kind of you you have a little wisdom in you what keeps you from doing that well one I have so my background um, degree is in um, paralegal studies and also an HR degree and I really have a passion for people in HR just putting the people aspect back in HR so I really enjoy that and I'm really trying to grow into that area I love what I do um, and why not do the best of both worlds but I mean to be honest I love having knowing that I have insurance and a 401k lined up um, and I'm just not ready to pay for those things on my own just yet I don't blame you <laughs> and for that. also I'm not sure if I wake up tomorrow and Meta decides to cut off all social media channels and then I'm left with nothing or if my account gets hacked, what am I going to do? Um, so there's just not a lot of um, sustainability into that. So for I me mean, right now. And I think this, these are good conversations to have. And I feel like if you've got a kid at home who feels like that all they want to do when they grow up is be a social media influencer, because that's just where we live now, right? Like it used to be movie stars mm-hmm. or supermodels or whatever would influence influence uh you know young generations now it's influencers that every generation has had that sort of fame um focus for for kids they need to hear that it's just not all rainbows and butterflies and just taking pictures and sort of right. lo- lounging around in a wonderful it's a, i'm sure it's a fun life but they're still 
you know, it's a gamble. Right. And for example, this week I'm working on some content and I got home late and I still had to create that content, but then it was too dark to take pictures. So then I had to run home on my lunch break the next day to take the pictures while there was sunlight. So there's a lot of work behind it. And if you don't get the right photo or the right video, you have to redo it and you don't know how much time is that going to take. Yeah. And then you have consider the editing of photos and um, videos. So it's a lot of time commitment behind it. And it's fun. I know a lot of times we grabble about all the things that we have to do to be out there, but that's another reason that I didn't want to compare myself to other influencers. I wanted to do the things how I want it to be shown so that I can still keep that joy and passion in it. Um, And so I kind of like give myself breaks. Um, and then also with the batch contenting, that helps so that I'm not always doing content every single day, if that makes sense. Because I've already planned ahead. I have enough content to last me for the rest of the month. Now, one of the perks of your hard work, because it does take hard work to create those sort of followers and then sort of sustain them, particularly for other businesses sort of look at. I mean, this is a business model at the same time, not to poke fun at it. I mean, you're hearing it's hard. You know, there's hard work for a reason. And then other small businesses want to take advantage of the you know the audience you've uh, created Mm -hmm. so you get to also correspond with other great women in the area who are doing like-minded things online but maybe from a different angle what's it like getting to celebrate with other women in mississippi who are also using social media as a business platform right then again it goes back to community i love building those relationships and especially with other creators here um here in jackson and it's a great they're great because if I want to vent, they're the ones that's going to understand what we're going through. Um, and But we also encourage each other and we celebrate each other, um, whatever we've got going on in our lives or what's happening on the social media platforms. We try to show up for each other by supporting the post and our content that we're putting out there, but also just in real life in general. Man, that is a daily juggle that you guys mm-hmm. do, like worrying about algorithms and sort of all of that. Yes. I mean, it's, it's real life. Replying to all DMs and comments um, from our post and knowing what you know now would you have started it a couple years ago because now you feel like you you know you have a beast to feed which is still bringing you joy I know there's a balance to that or would you have chosen not to I think I still would do it I would still do it even with all the hard work behind it and because I'm getting I'm getting that joy fulfilled with the community that I've built so far with my social media channels I I wouldn't have met so many amazing people I wouldn't have had a really a great amount of opportunities Um, so I wouldn't have just grown even personally with like my anxiety it makes me happy and joyful when I get to do what I love not only at my full time but also in influencing part time and so um I think I would do it all over again. too, of of having a storefront, which technically, like your Instagram account, for those who choose it as a business, uh, there's a lot of small businesses throughout Mississippi who use Instagram as an additional storefront to sell things or Facebook or TikTok or Twitter. I don't know Twitter so much, but but so these are just other avenues and resources to be a local, to have your local business. But you also have dreams for a local business. Yes, I would love to open my own boutique one day, um, especially for curvy women. Women and for petite ladies because I get it. It's hard to find clothes that fit and fit right. And so I would love to have that with some additional space, pretty seating area where women can come together, whether they want to do a small group or devotionals and just have an area, create a space for. Do you have a name for it? I don't. Oh, 
I think I, I, I like I like your. Insta- I thought about Leela's and yes. just calling it that and like cursive writing. I think that would be front. look. We are putting things out there in yes, the universe. We are for you. Um, you also do local events. I know with some of those uh, wonderful women, and y'all have one coming up. So I want to give you the opportunity to at least share if folks want to get to know and meet you. Yes, this is going to be really fun. Um, we cannot thank Brian at the Briar Patch enough for doing this, but um, Laurel and Carly with Bellini Blooms and Laurel is with um, Laurel at the Hive. Um, And so they came together and they thought it would be really cool if we can get a couple of us together to create some really fun cocktail drinks. And so Brian at Briar Patch um, helped us out with that. And so that is launching tomorrow. So there's four of us, um, Mary Leslie with Mississippi Mama um, and myself with Carly with Bellini Blooms and Laurel with Laurel at the Hive. Um, So Check out our social media channels. We're going to be posting our menu and all the details. It's going to be limited time only. But so some of the names of the drinks are Hive and Mighty, the Southern Charm, One Thing Leads to a Mother, and Bellini Bloom. So I know about the One Thing Leads to a Mother. I had that twice. <laughs> so grab your girlfriends or if you just want to take yourself out on a date, get to Briar Patch starting tomorrow um, and try one of our cocktails that we created. We also have pictures of it. We did a fun photo shoot together. Um, and these girls are just so inspiring. If you if you don't know them, you want to get to know them. Um, and they're just very encouraging. So it was a joy to do this project with them. And thanks to Laurel um, and Carly for including me and Mary Leslie in this project. Well, I think you've re- reminded us today, Nicole, we're all about supporting local here on Good Things. And that's statewide throughout Mississippi. And that's one beautiful thing with social media is we are able to support women or any business really entrepreneur kid male whoever it may be when they're when they choose to use social media as a platform it doesn't matter you're not limited to where right. you sort of are and you've reminded us today that you guys even though there's sometimes a stench around the word influencers y'all are still out there hustling it's a small business you're putting passion and grit into it into something you believe in and that brings you joy and right. we should be supporting those that are in our you know communities that are out there trying to put out positive, good, uplifting content. The stuff you want your kids to you know, see whenever they're scrolling through or whatever. So. Yeah, and we have so many great businesses here, right here in our area, and I just like to share them and highlight them. And we have amazing women here too. Absolutely, we're all, all right. in this together. We're all in this together. Remind us where we can find you on Instagram. I am at Leela Southern Charm. That's L E L I A S O U T H E R C H A R M. Did I spell that right? You did great, girl. Right there in the middle, I was like, oh my gosh, where is this going? You did. I say you did. Right, but uh, thank you right. so much, Rebecca. Uh, for sure, you guys stick with us. So we got a few more good things for you coming up next. All I do is sit around and wait for better days. All I do is sit around and wait for better days. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm a morning time and we're going strong. Heading up down the river. Oh Lord, I feel the reveling. I feel a change on the rise. Mm-hmm. 
Welcome back to Good Things. Don't forget you can watch us. We are streaming live over at supertalktv.com. And don't forget, too, to register for superstar Morgan Wallen. He is coming to town. Well, not your town unless you're in Oxford, but he's coming to our state. Coming up in April, he will be in Oxford the weekend of April the 23rd. But we've got opportunity for you to win two sweet seat tickets for the Sunday, the 23rd a concert there at Vault Hemingway Stadium. All you got to do is pop into one of the many locations throughout the state and fill out your name and number and uh, probably an email address on how to get a hold of you if you if you are selected. You can stop into places like Celebration Nutrition in Columbus. You've got Scruggs Lawn and Garden in Tupelo. Or you can stop into Weathers Auto Supply in Oxford, and there's many more. You can get a full list of where those places are over at supertalk.fm slash Morgan Wallen. And while you're over at supertalk.fm, make sure you sign up for our newsletter. Supertalk News has got a new newsletter, and it sends out weekly, and it's covering your Mississippi stories. So it's all local. It's all good content. You can stay up to date. It's free. It goes straight to your email inbox. So... You can go to supertalk.fm slash newsletter and sign up for that as well, which I think is really cool. I'm all for this. You having a side hustle as a professional game show contestant. If you just missed it, Nicole uh, Brown was on Jay Leno's um, show, which I didn't know he had one until I saw that she was on there. You bet your life with Jay Leno. And she mentioned that there are folks out there who make their living being a professional game show contestant. That is made for you, Rhino. Like, I feel like I would not, I would be letting you down as a friend if we didn't figure out some business partnership. <laughs> and me doing the hustling work of signing you up and applying for, for you, cause I'm good at paperwork. And then you doing the actual, on on air game show thingy. I mean, you have to admit you would probably lend yourself well to most game shows. I would at least give it a shot, uh, but I never thought of the the idea of game show contestants being from a pool of people that that just apply to all of them. But I have made that connection before with reality TV people because if you think back to television when we were coming up with like road rules and real world and then you had the road rules versus real world competition and all those other you had the same like 15 people showing up to all of those so they kind of made a living out of it so it, it only makes sense that they would have that for game shows but i'm thinking like my mind is so limited on and i i get it there are probably thousands maybe not thousands but hundreds for sure probably game shows i don't even know about there's a whole game show network i think where you've got oh, yeah. game shows and so I guess there are more opportunities, but my mind is so limited to, like, I'm thinking off the top of my head without giving it much real thought. You've got Wheel of Fortune, you got The Price is Right, and then you've got, like, the other ones. Um, Jeopardy. Jeopardy. But then you've also got, like, the big the big ones that come on, um, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, that came on, like, um, at primetime TV, that then switched to the drop the ball droppy one whatever that one is um and so it just feels like well there's not a whole lot of opportunity out there for for game shows but i guess i guess i'm wrong i guess there's a lot of opportunity out there well i mean if you can come up with a genuinely new idea for a game show you could make a million dollars you just got to get the right get it, you got to get the idea in the people's in the right people's hands because like for example with 
with Nicole, who was just on, talking about the You Bet Your Life. Mm -hmm. Jay Leno's iteration of that is just the most recent iteration of that. That game show started back in the 50s, being hosted by Groucho Marx. And then it went away, it came back, it went away, it came back, and now Jay Leno is has revived it in his own version. Well, then I guess you have um, the different game shows that are coming out that are more um, not, I guess they're game shows, but they're more, oh, what am I thinking of, uh, where they do the silly stunts. Ellen had her, I guess it was a game show, but it was more of... Um, doing funny and silly things instead of trivia. But I guess trivia sort of built into it having like where you would end up getting pie in your face or you're having to, to uh, try. I think part of that comes from the generation that grew up watching Nickelodeon. Variety show, I think, is the word yeah. I was trying to look for. Yeah. But, but that Nickelodeon generation is now adults. So we are, we kind of We, we kind of miss. Because remember, well, we, I don't remember the name of the show, but there was a show on Nickelodeon where at the end of it, you went and sat in a chair and it literally just threw pies at you. That's and right. that was the ending of the show. So we were kind of... And then what was the one with the green goo? The you, slime. Where you got slimed. That was a that was a staple of Nickelodeon television. Oh, okay. I want to say that started late eighties, early nineties, and I don't remember the name of the show, but it would. They always had a word for the day you couldn't say, and if you said the word, you got slimed. We could totally do that here. <laughs> that would be so much fun. I think it'd be fun to be on one that had all of the. The different um, little events and things in it. I would just be mortified if you just sat there and asked me smart people questions. I would fail and fail and fail and fail, and that would not be fun for me at all. All right, stick with us though. You got more coming up next. You got the boys with Sports Salt Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will meet you back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.